talk uh, about hunger. In fact, more than that, hunger pains. Um, hunger pains is like your body telling you you've, you need food, that you're hungry. Maybe you've missed a meal, maybe in the busyness of the day, you haven't really eaten what you packed for lunch, any of that kind of stuff, and it gets to the mid-afternoon and you instantly get hit with this, this hunger pain, this grumbling, this groaning. It feels like your whole body is like tightening up because it needs sustenance, it needs food. I know it happens for me mid-afternoon, like 3 o'clock, and I'm sure for you it's probably similar. And Really, like, the only things within reach is not like a healthy chicken sandwich or a beautiful salad. Really, the only things in reach is a delicious packet of chips and a late-afternoon coffee. And I know for a fact that it doesn't really fill me up. It just tastes good for a moment. And I think I was thinking about this, you know, one time when I was snacking. But uh, I was thinking about this concept, and I think right now the world, humanity, is going through this hunger pain. In the midst of this crisis, there's pandemic, whatever we're calling it now, whatever the news is calling it. But right now, in the midst of all of this, society is going through this hunger pain, this realization that they're missing something. And I, I know some people, and I'm sure you know some people who are trying to fill that hunger void, trying to quench their pain, their hunger pains with cheap things, late afternoon snacks, nothing really substantial or that can sustain them and maybe they're they're looking to the internet and they're and they're looking at things on the internet and maybe they're looking at alcohol and maybe they're looking at poor relationships or binge watching and all of these terrible habits are forming and they're they're cheapening their the fulfillment with just a late afternoon snack but you and i as christians and i'm saying all this to to kind of talk about the the idea of sharing jesus you and i have the bread that sustains, the, the warm meal that fills you up, the hearty grandma's cooking of a delicious stew that fills you right up and you, and you don't hunger for anything else. I actually really want grandma's stew right now. But Jesus explains this concept very clearly in John chapter 6. He says, I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. You know, we've identified that there's an issue, there's a hunger pain. Society is realizing that they're missing out, that there's something more, that, that, that I'm filling myself up with really like cheap afternoon snacks that aren't filling me to a point where I'm actually sustained in this life. And we know that the problem exists and, and you and I are sitting potentially in our lounge rooms or wherever we are going, I want to be the solution. I want people to, to know about this this bread that fills us up, this, this sustenance that's not cheap, it's, it's real and it's authentic and it means that we don't, like it says here, we don't have to hunger or thirst for anything else. I want to I tell people about that. That's the whole idea of, of sharing Jesus. It's not a special formula that you and I have to do. Jesus doesn't give us a special formula. In fact, he says one thing, go. He says we just got to go into our world and make disciples. That will look very different for you. It looks very different for the team here. It looks very different for me. Whatever it looks like for you. Jesus gives us one command, one formula, one rule, and that's to just go. I think 1 Peter, uh, sorry, yeah, 1 Peter says it. It says, be prepared to, to give an answer for the hope that you have. The hope that we have is Jesus. The, the, the fulfillment we get, the sustenance we need is 
is Jesus. It's him crucified and raised again. It's, it's the hope we have of a future with him. It's the hope we have in this life of, of his spirit being with us. It's the hope that you and I live with. We have to be prepared to give an answer for that. But there's no special formula. There's no limerick trick. There's no little thing you can do other than to go. Other than to, the picture I get is, is like switch all the lights on in your house and the neighborhood can see that the, that the light is there and the darkness is gone. You and I have this opportunity right now. We have, we know the meal. We've tasted the meal. We don't hunger and thirst anymore and there's people who are living either side of you, people you are interacting with at work, whether you're physically there or doing it online. Family members who don't have the hope that you have and you know the answer. It's a confidence you and I have of like knowing all the answers to the test before we walk in. We don't have a stress. We're not burdened with anything that makes us feel like we're not sure what the future holds. We know. And right now we're in a time of uncertainty. That's what people need. They need a certainty of, the, of a future hope. The Bible says in Romans 8 that the earth is groaning. Creation is groaning for a future and You and I know what that future looks like in perfect relationship and unity with God. Just go. You don't have to do anything specific. You don't have to do anything special. You don't have to be anyone special or have a certain way of saying things. You just have to be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have. Right now it's our chance to shine with Christian character. It's our chance to shine in purity, in the way we speak. It's our chance to shine in the way that we love, care, extend compassion, empathy, and grace. It's our chance to, to shine in the way that we show gratitude. It's our chance to shine in the way that we listen to the government's guidelines. It's our chance to shine. If we live like that in every day, whether it is an online work environment or school environment, whether it is when you're walking the dog, when you're doing your exercise, whether it's you dropping neighbors, groceries off, whatever it looks like for you, I firmly believe the Holy Spirit will put a thing in your heart and in your mind for a thing to do. But at the end of the day, it's the ability and the opportunity that we have to share the hope that we have. Being prepared to share the hope that we have. We know that Jesus is the bread. We don't have a cheap afternoon snack. We don't have a a thing that just fulfills us for a little bit. We have the bread of life and we can go. We can do Jesus' command to go and share hope, love, compassion, kindness and grace. I pray right now that as you're listening to this, as you're watching this, God just starts to drop people's names into your heart. That God starts to drop ideas, creative ideas for your neighborhood and your suburb, maybe your workplace or your family for ways that you can carry that lantern around, the ways that you can share that hope. For people to ask you what, why are you so filled with peace and why are you so filled with joy right now and why are you so filled with a certainty in these uncertain times and this is your chance to share. People are searching, people are looking and it's our chance now and maybe if you're watching this or listening to this and you are searching or looking, I want to encourage you, we do know the bread that sustains, we do know the meal that sustains and fulfills and that's Jesus and if you want to reach out, reach out however you can because Jesus can fill you and come into your life and change it radically and completely. You don't have to be fed on five minute thrills and, 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 and cheap afternoon snacks, you can be filled with a a bread, a sustenance that'll get you through these times. That's my prayer for everyone today.